Yeah, we live, baby. Yo. Good morning, fantasy. Let's go. You know Good what I'm saying? Darrell official. Third Dimension Podcast, Third Dimension Sports. We out here. Third Dimension Studios. We out here. Jordan, what's happening, bro? Darrell, what's up, bro? What's going on? Good morning, everybody. Hey. Yeah, it's morning, uh, Sunday football, man. We are, we are here trying to get it, you know? You know what I'm saying? I'm excited, bro. I got my stats ready. I got, like, notes and shit. Like, I, this is probably the most prepared that so, I think uh, I've been in a while. To those in America. Are we live on Facebook? Or, are we live on YouTube right now? We are live on YouTube, and we are live on Facebook, my bro. Who's banned in the YouTube? Um, I can pull YouTube up if y'all want. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll pull up YouTube right now. But for everybody watching us, man, we really appreciate you guys Make jumping sure you on. Subscribe if, if you're watching us on YouTube right now. Yeah, one hundo, y'all. Definitely subscribe on to to our YouTube channel. Help us get to a thousand, because YouTube be like trying to not to give us any stats until you get to a thousand. So YouTube stop that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, appreciate everybody um jumping on the live. Yeah, today's episode, basically we're going in on what, week twelve, right, my bros? Yep. Yeah, sir. Yeah, week twelve. Uh we got some great matchups. We're two weeks away from the fantasy playoffs, which is a big deal. I've pretty much been planning every roster move I've made to to get to week 14. You know, my record's not where I wanted it to be. Um, but the good news is, you know, we're all in the playoff race anyway. So it's just been a matter of just strategy was a little different this year with the way our league ran and obviously with COVID and shit like that. So it was just like, you know what? Every move I've made is like, man, if I can be ready by week 14 with my team as healthy as possible, the matchups that I like, um, I'm going for the championship run. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> No, but yeah, my broskies. But yeah, man, let's let's uh let's not waste any more time. Jordan, get us started, bro. What's uh what's on the agenda today? What we got going, my bro? We're gonna go uh start off with our start and sits, uh, like we've been doing in our previous segments. Um, and then we're gonna go into our locks of the week on who we're gonna lock in as you know each position go down from quarterback, uh, wide receiver, running back, tight end, and we'll even throw in some defensive players and a kicker. Uh, and then we're going to go in and uh, our most underrated fantasy player. So let's kick it off right now, boys. Let's go with the Bengals offense under quarterback Brandon Allen. Would you start anyone in that on that offense tonight, today? No, not at all, man. Yeah, go ahead, Darrell. Not me. Uh, especially um, they don't have Mixon um, and also a brand new quarterback. That team, um, the way it was built, it was built um for Burroughs, right? So now with this new offense coming in, I'm just not sure. I'm going to give it a week. I'll give it a week just to see how they perform, and then I will come to a true conclusion if I'm going to stick. Because last week, I, I, I pulled a gun on Adrian Peterson, right? thinking that he's going to give me um, at least at, at least 10 points. All right, so um, I rushed the gun. I put him in my flex instead of instead of AJ Green or someone else that I know was going to give me at least um, five to 10 points, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy gave me, what was it, three, less, less than two points last week. Um, so uh, so with this, going, going to this week, I'm just going to say not, maybe T Higgins. Maybe T Higgins would be the only candidate uh, from, the, from that team that I would start. Yeah, I, I'm with you, bro. Even, it is so funny, man. Like, this is where, this is, you know what's funny? Because I was looking at everything and I was like, this is why my record is where it's at is that I make really good picks and I have really good players. But the problem with me, dude, two problems. One, Mm -hmm. said I'm not patient enough and I'll drop a guy. Mm -hmm. Two, when I finally decide to start a guy, the one detail I always like not pay attention to, two things I would say is weather and matchup sometimes, especially when it's like a a player that you kind of been benching all year. And then you're like, fuck it, I'm going to finally play him. 
So that was basically me with T. Higgins last mm-hmm. week. T. Higgins has been killing it all week or all year. Like he's been so solid, but he's been riding my bench the whole time because it's like, how do you not start Evans? How do you not start some of these guys, right? But Higgins has been pretty much my one of my most consistent guys. Like he could have mm-hmm. been my flex all year, to be honest with you, right? And then I finally decided to start him. And of course, I start him against a top-ranked fucking Washington defense that seems to be getting better as the season goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I start T. Higgins. He, you know, he still has like eight, nine targets, uh, but he scores like five fantasy points. Like it was terrible. Or like six, under 10, I know that for sure. But to answer the question on what I would do, and then obviously Burrow goes down with that <laughs> terrible fucking knee injury. Um, bro, like, and you know what it is? Why is it that so many people that either go against Washington or they play for Washington. Why do those quarterbacks get hurt so much, bro? Like, there's some kind of weird aura over Washington, bro. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. But anyways, I digress. But, um, <laughs> um, dude, so for me, I feel like I would wait on any Cincinnati offensive player right now mm-hmm. until we can at least see what Brendan Allen's going to do. The funny thing is this guy wasn't even the backup. Like, he wasn't actually on the roster as the number two quarterback. Mm-hmm. This guy was like, I think third string or come off like the, I think he was like on the practice squad. Either way, the fact that their backup that they had on the roster as number two didn't make the cut to play and they had to go to this third guy. To me, that spells fantasy disaster. Um, so I don't want to take a risk right now on starting anybody. If it's not Joe Mixon, I'm not starting anybody in Cincinnati until we see what this kid's going to do. And then I would look at matchups from there, man, to be honest with you. That's like, my humble opinion, because like who, Brandon Allen, bro, like, I mean, who's he going to target? Is he going to target hella A.J. Green? Is he going to target Tyler Boyd, who's been balling? Is he going to target Higgins? Like, we, we don't I've, I'm, I don't know what this guy's going to do, man. So I yeah, would say like, hell no. With I believe with like um, second string quarterbacks or anything like that, they tend to target their best players. Uh, so as of right now, um, T. Higgins is looking like, looking like a receiver one over there. And then you have AJ Green on the on the other side that that's also your safety net. So I think one and two um, are going to be his um, his his safety net. So if right now if I'm taking a risk on any Cincy players, it will only be uh, T Higgins. And then if you want, if you want to gamble a bit, maybe AJ Green. Yeah, I mean, you know what's crazy though? Uh, uh, just to kind of double down mm-hmm. on it yeah. to where even if I was going to go because I, I have I have Mixon, but of course I have his handcuff as well, Giovanni Bernard. Yeah. And, like, I was reading a lot, especially this morning, that, like, with this Brendan Allen dude, they're probably going to be playing from behind a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, right now, the peep, if you're in a PPR league, Giovanni Bernard is probably still a decent flex mm-hmm. PPR option, which I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They might pepper him with a couple here and there. He's basically going right. to be like McKissick. Like, look what McKissick's been doing. 100%. You know what I'm saying? He might get, you know, eight, nine catches, blah, blah. And Bernard's, we've, we've seen him. He's, he's, he looks good, man. He shows some explosiveness. He does look good. He look. He's a good. He's a good pass catcher as yeah, well. He's been, he's been right. a very consistent. Back honestly, I, I would. Me personally, I would consider starting him in this game. Not for anything. If I was to start anyone, just because Brandon Allen's probably going to dump the ball off to him, right? So I mean, more or less, that's how it's going to go. So I, I don't think he's a bad start if you need a flex. Um, but again, like I was just reading here, Michael De Silva said swapped Giovanni for Eckler. I mean, I would go Eckler over Giovanni Bernard. Is Eckler playing today? Eckler's though? first game back, so I was actually going to bring that up in the next one as to who would you would you guys start Austin Eckler this week in his first game back? I wouldn't um, for me because it's his first game back. I don't know how much the Chargers are going to 
like limit his touches. He's going to be mm-hmm. out of shape. I just feel like it's same thing for me as far as Eckler and the Cincinnati offensive players. Obviously, Cincinnati new quarterback. Eckler's coming back. I feel like if you, I mean, if you need it, need it, I would go Giovanni. Like you said, if you need someone like right now, I'd go Giovanni for sure. Okay. But if you can afford to wait another week before you start making some hella decisions with these guys, um, I would, I would wait. And he said, oh, he said squatting 400 pounds, bro. I mm-hmm. get it. But like football speed and like, you might be, you could squat 400 pounds, bro. But when you get back on the football field, man, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? 100%. So I don't know, bro. I would, if it was me, I would wait one week before I go Eckler. And then honestly, man, like after this one week, fuck it, man, run with him. Cause I think Eckler is one of the better backs that's available, especially I, in I PPR. Dis- I disagree. I'm going Eckler this week over Gio. Really? Yeah. Um, they're not going to bring him back unless he's healthy. They had Balaj who was running well. I think unless Eckler's fully ready to come back, they're not bringing him back. Um, and I think against Buffalo's defense, I, I, you can't not go Eckler uh, in this fact. I'm going Eckler all the way over Bernard, 100%. I'm flexing Eckler. I could start Eckler if I have him, and uh, he's the better option. I'm 100% playing Eckler. Wow. I, I just – I don't like it, bro, especially with Balage showing. Like, bro, it's crazy the Balage from the Jets to Balage. Now it's like two different people, bro. Um, mm-hmm. Or, sorry, from Miami last year, like he was terrible. Yeah, I know, I know. I just I, – I, to me, there's no way you don't go Eckler in that – especially if you're comparing it to Bernard. If you're going either or, I'm going Eckler, 100%. I feel you, but what if Balage has done enough to stay involved, at least for this first game, that he might eat into Eckler's touches, man? He could, but I still, I still don't think that it's going to be – I don't think he's going to – ruin his fantasy outlook today i think that eckler still puts up at least 15 fantasy points 15 no mm-hmm. no hey, hey you're making too much noise no nope. i don't know i i feel like especially with the way that charges deep offenses move is, um i don't know if i would start him but i will definitely flirt with him in, in my flex especially with guys coming off injuries unless you're like a, a michael thomas tyreek mm-hmm. hill or anything like that then i will like go all out in starting that guy because i know for for um for example, Tyree Hill coming back from an injury can can bust down the field for a fifty yard bomb from from Mahomes. Right, so with guys like with guys like Eckler, I'm not saying they're not elite um, t- talent competition, but um they don't have that that star power to put in your lineup, especially at at this point. Eckler's the kind of guy that could take a screen to the house, no problem. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I, I think Eckler does have that, and, that, and that's why I think you start Eckler because even if he gets you know, even if he splits with Balazs, even if it's 50-50, he's that kind of guy that can take a screen or two to the house. He's the kind of guy that they're going to depend on. He's been out for a long time. He's right. not going to have that speed. He's there, he's there starting running back. When, they're, when, you're, when, when you're starting running back comes back for a team, you play him. And that's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, but it's the first game back. I'm not, say, I'm not saying don't start him, but I'm just saying as a, as a fantasy, as a fantasy uh, GM, um, you you want to at least give yourself time to reflect to see exactly how he looks and how and how he's going to perform um, later on in the season. Especially let's just say right now it's a crucial time in your league and you have Eckler, and then you have let's say a, a Giovanni Bernard or mm. or maybe even another guy you can flex. At least with those other guys, they're healthy, right? So you know you know exactly what's gonna uh, yeah. But the team shit for what it's worth too, y'all. I mean, it, it's a matchup against the Bills which has some very sneaky shootout potential. Mm-hmm. So we could have a game where Eckler has to be mad involved because mm-hmm. it's such a, a game where it's points need to be scored. I won't be surprised if you see fucking, you know, uh, Balazs 15 plus touches and Eckler with like 20, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So 
to, I mean, if I had to choose, I like that kid that came up. It works perfect, man. Giovanni versus Eckler. I think I'm going to go Eckler too because I like the shootout potential mm-hmm. in that matchup. And they have a way better quarterback in Justin, Justin Herbert versus the tr- absolute trash game that could be the Cincinnati one. Because if they're getting blown out, dude, the other team's just going to run the clock out and then you're not going to get any fantasy production from anyone on the mm-hmm. Cincinnati side. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... I would go Eckler too, man. I mean, if you had to choose, and most leagues are going to be 10 to 12 teams, even 14 team leagues that are really, really tough. Fuck, you probably don't have a better option but to go to Eckler mm-hmm. if you have them. So mm-hmm. I don't think you can do better on the waiver. Like if James White's available, I would still go Eckler. Um, if, uh, let's say you got, um, what's homeboy? Um, uh, Gus Edwards is available in your leagues. I think I would still go Eckler over those guys, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It, y'all, y'all swung it. Y'all swung me, bro. I, now that I thought about it, I think I would go Eckler. No, you guys are right, man. 100%. Or Jordan, you're right. I don't know. Daryl, I know you said you still would sit him, huh? Daryl's still going with Giovanni, but that's, uh, I, that's I, fine. I said I would flirt with the idea of uh, having him in my flex. The reason you're in second and I'm in first. <laughs> I don't even want to say where oh, I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the tight end position next. I know yeah. other than like you know your main your main go-tos, uh, we have a couple of tight ends in a row here. Let's start off with Jonu Smith against Indy. What do you, what are you guys doing? Are you starting or sitting Jonu Smith? Oh, that's that's a re- that's a very interesting question. Just because yeah. I do have Jonu and Evan Ingram as uh, my two tight ends. So right now I am playing li- I'm playing limbo um, with those two tight ends because with Evan Ingram he he's top three in, in terms of targets as mm-hmm. as a tight end. Right. So if Daniel Jones is able to connect at least like five five to six of those passes um, as, a, as, a, as a GM, you're happy, right? Mm-hmm. But, but Daniel Jones is not delivering right now, so it's kind of hurting uh, Evan Ingram's stock. But with Jonathan Smith, when it caught in that red zone, it's either him or, uh, or Derrick Henry, right? So um, Tannehill loves um, most of the time when Jonathan Smith has big games, it's um, in the red zone. That's when uh, Tannehill is looking for his tight end, just dumping it up to, to Jonathan or uh, Derrick Henry taking that to the house. Right, but um, but as of right now, I am benching Jono just because I believe uh today, uh Ingram is gonna have um a better a better output for me for my mm-hmm. fantasy team. Uh, I'm in the same boat, bro. Between the two, uh, dude, that Indianapolis defense is so elite. It's I mean they were already they've been playing elite ball all year, mm-hmm. but as soon as they got Darius Leonard back from that injury. Dude, they're, they're ascending. Like, to me, the best defenses in the league right now, especially in the last, I would say, like, let's just go the last, um, like, this last month, teams that are ascending, I'm going to go Washington and Indianapolis, man. Those two teams are playing such good defense, dude, that I, I don't want to, because y'all know how I feel about linebackers, right? That's why Tampa Bay was, like, my favorite team last year, because I loved watching their linebackers play. And they're, they're still balling this year, man. Those linebackers out there, same thing with Indianapolis. Their, their linebacker core is so good. And Darius Leonard is so good, man, that I don't want to start a tight end against that defense. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with John New Smith, man. I mean, we've seen where, yeah, he'll score a touchdown. Like, he does have touchdown potential. I think if you're in a league that's not PPR, maybe John New Smith, because you know he has, he will get the red zone looks. I mean, you, we, we looked at that yesterday when we were doing our research. Hey, Jordan, where he had, like, one catch um, for, like, X amount of yards, but, but he had a rushing mm-hmm. touchdown. So yeah. it somehow got him to 10 fantasy points. Yes, they like I mean? to utilize him in the offense, 100%. And that's, right. why, that's why I think when the, when the tight end position is so so low, if you don't have, let's say, Daryl has Evan Ingram and Johnu Smith, right? But, I mean, if you only have, let's say, Johnu Smith and, like, a Hayden Hurst, 
I might I might consider going Johnu Smith, you know, today, for example, because I like the idea that he gets those rushing touchdowns, that he gets those goal line touches when he's there in that area. I like the mm-hmm. idea that they do target him in the red zone a lot. Uh, in, in Tannehill, and when you look at the Indianapolis's defense, they are good in the uh, in coverage in general. Yeah, their linebackers are good uh, as well, but I feel like when you, when it comes to going underneath and AJ Brown and Corey Davis outside, I think. John Smith will be that guy that Tannehill turns to when those guys are covered. And I think he will be that guy that gets open. I think he has a decent fantasy outlook today. And I actually would start him today. And uh, I think he puts at least anywhere between 10 to 15 points in, in, a, tight end, over in, a, in a tight end position where it's very low. I mean, I'm lucky. I've been lucky to get at least 10 points out of my 10 in a week. So, mm-hmm. so would yeah. you start him over Evan Ingram? Would I start him over Evan Ingram? Against, Evan Ingram against gets the targets, okay? Evan Ingram gets the targets. That's yes. 100%. 100%, that's, that's but for sure. They're not, but they're um, not that Cincinnati's defense is shit. So I would probably go Ingram this week. Yes. Me too. Yes. That's, that's what I'm feeling because I think today, today today's the day uh, Daniel Jones and every Ingram connects for over 120. Fuck Daniel Jones. You know, uh, and then another thing, what, there, there's another factor for me that what makes me want to go Evan Ingram in this matchup because I've, you guys heard me say it before, I'll say it over again. I love when like teams that have a uh, good offensive players, shit like that, like pretty much bye weeks. I think bye weeks mm. help struggling quarterbacks. I think they, when a team just, they've been off a couple losses, they need a bye week, man. And I feel like you watch tape and you see what's going on for the whole year. And, dude, they've had a, a weapon in Evan Ingram all year. He's been, I think, top three targeted at tight end all year. It's just for whatever reason, the connection's not there. But I feel like with that extra week off, like this, they've essentially had two weeks to, to, to somehow get Daniel Jones to connect with his best players. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Slayton could be a sneaky start, I think. Um, but as far as those guys, I think Evan Ingram is the better start. I will go straight up and boldly say... I'm going to go Evan Ingram as a top 10 tight end finish, which I mean, obviously is not probably that hard, to be honest with you, the tight end landscape. It is, especially with the targets that, that he's getting. Yeah, I what? think he puts up like 15 fantasy points today. I'm going to go like, you know, five, six catches for like 80 mm. yards in a touchdown. I think he have a great game this week. He is one of the league's top tight ends in he regards is. to skill, speed, what oh, he yeah. on the field. 100%. Put him in a better position, put him in a better team. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the. I think he's one of the top tight ends, hundred percent. I, I agree. I, I agree. The reason he's so shit is the targets he's getting aren't good targets. No. And Danny Dimes to me isn't a great quarterback. Um, 100%. and I think that doesn't help Ingram. So I th- I mean, put Ingram, you know, with someone else. Like put him, for example, with Tom Brady. But, you know, and I mean, obviously Brady. everyone does good with Tom Brady. I'm just saying he's going to be an elite tight end. He is an elite tight end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the bye week helps though. I really, I really believe the bye week's gonna help that that just yeah. the production for that offense in general. And I mean, even their matchup well, too. Game man, day I pressure mean, is different though. No, I know. I, I'm not saying that, but I mean, at mm-hmm. least their timing will be a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just they've yeah. had two weeks essentially to prepare, man. That's mm-hmm. um, and then if we look at if you go back and look at just some of the tape, man, it's it's been yeah, it's been low overthrows, low throws, just really bad throws by Daniel mm-hmm. Jones to Evan Ingram. Double coverage, you know what I mean? Um, he's gotten the targets, but just, you're right. They're not high-value, high-dollar targets. But, I mean, we have seen that some of like some games that show flashes of what they could do together, man, as, mm-hmm. a, as a combo. And it, it's pretty scary, especially if you can get Evan Ingram in space. I mean, I don't, I don't know why they don't run more tight end screens for him. Like, mm-hmm. dude, he can run like a wide receiver, man. Right, like, nice. I would get him the ball in space. Oh, yeah, understand. man. 
So no, I, no, I really targets think are, the targets he gets are pretty shit. Yeah. No, I know. But he's like a he's like a smaller version of our Darren Waller. Just just his attributes. That's know? another guy, man. That like you know, obviously we won't go into that, but yeah. that's a guy that I don't know how he doesn't get fifteen targets a game. Like look what he did 100%. against Kansas City. But that's, like, this, but no, that's that guy's why, unguardable. That's why I mean, in, in my head, he's still an every week starter. For those are the kind of guys that like Mark Andrews, every week starter, just because of what they can do and what what they should be doing. It's just unlucky that this year yeah. the only person doing that is fucking Kelsey. Yeah, but no, if, the, sure, only thing with, the only thing with Darren Waller is he's out there blocking. He, he, most of the wrong plays, he's out there blo- um, um, throwing blocks. Right? So he's he's like an everything tight end. He's more, he's not just a, mm-hmm. a, a finesse tight end like most of these tight ends, right? right? He's a three down tight end. He's in there for run plays, pass plays, or, or even a, a simple go route, right? So he's maybe that's why he's not getting as, as many targets as mm-hmm. most of the guys because. Every time he's in there, he's not there um, to say um, to catch the ball, right? Yeah, he's in there for. for I love the matchup. At the end of the day, man, I I think Evan Ingram's. I I think it's the between those two. I would go bona fide starter. I would go Evan Ingram all day. Not even a question for me. Anyone listening out there though has the option of Eric Ebron. I think he's going to have a great outlook. Oh, he's sneaky. He's so sneaky. I think for the rest of the season, he's going to have a good outlook. So if he's available in your waiver wires, whatever, pick him up. Oh, I, gonna, I, I, think, last I think he becomes an every week starter moving forward as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I could be proven wrong, but I, I truly think that he does. Yeah, yeah I, I picked him up last week in my in, my, uh, in the other fantasy league that I'm in. Right, so because I needed a tight end um, just in case anything happens to Waller, knock on wood. Um, mm-hmm. I, I need to have at least that safety net, right? And then I also just picked up Todd Gurley's um, backup, Brian uh, Hill. Pardon, Brian Hill. Brian Hill for this for 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 this Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I'm not 100 percent sure if I should start him or uh, just Matt 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 Geronda says Ebron or Janu Smith today. I'm me Ebron personally. Me. I'm going Ebron 100. percent Oh yeah, 100. I, I don't Ebron like today. Janu I might go Ebron that, t- that defense man. I might go Ebron every week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree, man. I, I know you. He didn't want to wait till Tuesday for the points. I get it, but sometimes Matt having those later games when you're down, you have that that still that hope that you know Ebron can. Even if you're down by thirty points, that Ebron could put up thirty five and still win you the game. Yeah. I like to have those late games for that reason, and I think Ebron still gets a touchdown. I think he 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 does well this week. Yeah, for sure, and it's hard to to try to pick a boom tight end the last two three seasons, man, because. Yeah, like you said, Jordan, bro, if you don't have fucking Andrews, Kelsey, and mm-hmm. Kittle when he was, um, you know, not injured, mm-hmm. it's a, it's tough, man. I think the tight end position, if you can play for over 10 points a week, if you don't have those guys, I think that's a win in that, in that slot, to be honest. 100%. With you. Um, and I think Ebron is that guy that gets you 10 plus and mm-hmm. could have more. I think, um, Hawkinson is that guy. I think, um, Hunter Henry is that guy. Mm-hmm. I think, um, Janu can be with the right matchup. He's a matchup dependent tight end. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, man, I would also go. Um, yeah, I'm going Ebron. If I had Ebron on my roster and I didn't have Kelsey, oh, Ebron's my everyday starter. Mm-hmm. I'm not even questioning. To be honest. But with you. now I'm just gonna say for those who don't have a tight end, before we move on to the next one, we're gonna move on. Um, but those who don't have a tight end. Kyle Rudolph's available this week, and you desperately need a tight end. He's not a bad grab. Not a bad grab at all. They don't have any targets. Or Smith's injured. Uh, Thielen's not playing because of COVID. Um, you know, I would go out, pick up Kyle Rudolph because I think yep. he's going to get the targets. Yep. Um, and even with that offense before, he still had what 
three, four targets with a couple catches a game. That's going to increase. It's not a bad start if you don't have a tight end or someone's injured or bye week, whatever it may be. Yeah, and I'll throw one little bonus out for like 10 seconds, y'all. Mm-hmm. Also, same scenario. If you need a fucking tight end and you're like, I need a dart throw, look at Jordan Reed, man. I got Jordan, him starting in one of my leagues. Yeah, Jordan Reed, I think, is a sneaky start because, like, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, uh, San Francisco throws to their tight ends. Yep. Like, look what Dwelly was Mullins, doing. Mullins likes tight ends. He does. And look what Dwelly was doing when Kittle went down. Mm-hmm. I think Dwelly's out. So now Jordan Reed is the next guy up. And Jordan Reed's hella athletic still. I mean, he mm-hmm. had a highlight reel a couple weeks ago. We caught that bitch one hand off, like, just for the mm-hmm. ground, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a sneaky start for, that is. for I got him out playing. there, man. So, I'm starting him. Let's move on now. Let's go... Um... Let's go into the running backs quickly. I know we have Corey Davis on the agenda as well, but I want to bring in the running backs right now. Definitely. Between Gallman and Mike Davis, a lot of people, I guess, well, I don't know if McCaffrey's playing yet, if he's 100% playing. McCaffrey? Or, I don't, I don't think he's playing. Pretty sure I'll, he's I'll, out. I'll check yeah, it right so now. So Gallman or Mike Davis, um, you know, are you guys sitting, starting them? Start um, with you, Daryl. Yeah, go ahead, Daryl. Get started, bro, while I look this up. With Mike, da- Mike Davis, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to start him, even though um, – a couple of games um, um, that, that led up to last Sunday, um, he was having subpar games. But I feel like as of right now, since he has the keys uh, to that backfield, he's going to give you at least minimum 10 to 15 points um, every Sunday. And then um, and, and then he could easily break off for, tw- for 20 points. Right. Um, so he has um, big playability. Um, so um, I would I would definitely um, start Mike Davis this Sunday, um, bearing if um, McCaffrey is not playing. Are you I'm starting over. Gallman too? Like if you have, let's just say, what about Will Gallman? You gonna start Gallman? Uh, yeah, I'm going to Cincinnati. Right yeah, so um, Gallman against Gallman out. McCaffrey's out. Oh, yeah. So with Gallman, I would flex him. I would put him in my flex, especially with this with that Cincinnati defense. Um, um, with the, with his last the last games that he's played, he's averaging um about sixteen uh, sixteen fantasy points. Um, uh, especially with this uh, Cincinnati defense, um, he could have he he could give you twenty to thirty points. Right, mm-hmm. so I would definitely uh, put in my flex, uh, as well with um, yeah, as, as yeah, as well with uh, uh, what's his name, um, with Mike Davis. Yeah, sorry, Mike Davis. I 100 agree. I'm starting both of them. I think they both have big games today. I think Gallman Gallman's been eating. Uh, like Tony said, coming off that bye week, I think it only helps him. Mm-hmm. I think he's looked like a good running back. He's looked like their best running back. He's going to get the volume. He's going to get the touches. He's their pass catcher as well. I think Gallman is 100 percent an RB two. Uh, you're starting them every week. And Mike Davis, until McCafferty's back, he could be flexed 100%. And against Minnesota and that run defense, I know Minnesota's run defense isn't the greatest. Um, I still think that Mike Davis is going to get all the volume. He's definitely going to get the goal line work. And uh, I actually think Carolina is going to win this game uh, as an upset here because I know they're not a uh, favorite to win this game. But with all the injuries and such to Minnesota, I think Carolina pulls this one out. And I think Mike Davis has a great fantasy day. Yeah, I'm with you guys on that one, man. I, it's, I, I'm i the Mike Davis owner of the three of us, and um, I'm, I'm obviously starting Mike Davis. I, I think it's a no-brainer if McCaffrey's not out there, um, go Mike Davis. And I know he's been pretty underwhelming the last mm-hmm. like three, four games, but last week he looked to turn it around. Um, but this is the thing I wanted to look at between the two. I think between the two, honestly, you can't go wrong. But if, if we're just going to go statistics, here here's some stats for everybody out there. Is that you got Gallman versus Cincinnati. Cincinnati's the 30th ranked rush defense this year. So they give up a lot of fucking rushing yards, man. Mm-hmm. So to me, that spells success for Gallman, man, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But then also want to look at it, look at it a second 
I try to look at it like game flow. And I think that's what I'm trying to do better as a fantasy player this year is try to think about what that game flow is going to look like, right. because that can kind of give you a picture of like what's what's you know, what players are going to are going to benefit from this game flow game flow. So I got you got Cincinnati giving up terrible like they're 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 so beatable on the on, on the ground, bro. It's crazy. And I believe I looked at the last game that the Giants played. I think they ran the ball like 30 times. And it wasn't all to Gallman, but they mm-hmm. still rushed it like 30 times. So that's 30 mm-hmm. opportunities about, I'd say 19 of those, maybe 20 are going to go to Wayne Gallman. Mm-hmm. But then in the past game, he also had fucking targets in the past game. So the way I see this game going is I think the Giants are going to, they're going to whoop their ass, man, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be one of those games where they're going to be running the clock out because it's going to be so uncompetitive, I think. Um, I think Gallman eats today, bro. I got Gallman like top 15 finish for yep. sure. But let me flip on the other side, though. Same thing with Mike Davis. So now Mike Davis going against Minnesota, and they're the number 22 ranked defense. But another thing I looked at as well is I looked at opportunity. So Carolina as a whole ran the ball like 37 times last week, y'all, if I remember correctly. That's a lot of rushing attempts, dude. That is And obviously I understand because they had the backup quarterback in, but DJ Moore had a rushing attempt. Curtis Samuel had a rushing attempt. Uh, Mike Davis' backup, forgot his name, he had like eight or nine. And then Mike Davis himself had 19. And that was against a little bit tougher ranked, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, rushing defense, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking game script's probably going to be similar. They're going to run the ball, run the ball. Um, Mike Davis is going to get another 19 to 20 touches. I think he'll get maybe four or five passes. So if I was to guess who's going to have the bigger game, like if you can't go both of them, if I was mm-hmm. going to guess who I think is going to have the better game and you have to pick one or two, because mm-hmm. you have better options in running back, it's just these two are like you're thinking about flexing. I would go based on matchup and game flow and competitiveness and like clock management, all that shit. I think Gallman's the better start this week. I'm sure sure. I'm going Gallman there too. I just, just the the fact that Carolina just has more weapons. They have the ability to move away from Mike Davis, whereas the Giants, in my head, their best option is going through Gallman. And it could be a more competitive game. So Mm -hmm. game screen, get away from running the ball, right? So at that point, now you got DJ Moore, you got Curtis Samuel. And it's funny because now as I'm talking about it and I actually did my research, I should have started Gallman this week. I picked him up, dropped him. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, we just finished saying how this guy is too impatient with people. I'm very impatient, right? So, and then I, I because now I'm, I, I would have started him at flex instead of Brandon Cooks, right? So that brings us to our next. Flex, that brings us to our next one. We kept bringing it up there as well. DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, starter sit one of them or start both of them. What are you doing with them? Are you playing both today? Are you sitting both? If you have both, um, you know, Carolina, like we said, has those options. Even Robbie Anderson throws himself in there every once in a while for a good fantasy day. So what are you doing with those two? Are you, are you playing both of them today? Are you sitting them? Uh, you know, are you starting one or the other? What are you doing? So I'm starting both of them right now. Um, I have both actually in my league. Um, well, in the league that, that, that we're in. So last week, um, was the first time I was able to at least have flirt with having both of those guys in my, in my starting lineup, uh, just because I'm um, so um, I'm Curtis Sam. I picked him up um, from the waivers like three weeks ago, right? Uh, and then I, I had him in my bench. I, I wasn't really sure what he was gonna do, and then he performed. And then the, the second week I had him, he had a big game. And then last week I was gonna flirt with uh, <laughs> with Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore in my lineup. Mm-hmm. I let I let that opportunity slip through my fingers and both is of Is Bridgewater playing today? Yes. No. Is he? I yeah. thought he was out. Okay. And then um yeah, so um Which helps their outlook for sure. 100%. Bridgewater's playing. 
So then, um, so now that I have the opportunity to start both, I feel I, I know I have a feeling that they're gonna give me at least minimum fifteen points each. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially with Curtis Samuel, he's an everything guy. Um, in uh, in Carolina, um, he can give you three to five rush to rushing attempts a game plus, um, five to to nine targets um mm-hmm. receiving, right? So um he he can easily explode for 20 points. So, uh, and also with DJ Moore, he's um, uh, the downfield threat, right? So um, he can catch one for 20 and then he can take it to the house, right? He, ha- he, ha- he has that um, after the catch speed, right? So um, right. With, with that offense, I will definitely start both, <laughs> of, those players, both of those players um, this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, bro. I think I would, yeah, I would start, you know, and DJ Moore, if you look at his last four games, he's starting to heat up. And it's funny because I know you thought about trading him multiple times. And I was like, bro, be be patient. DJ Moore is is still that dude, man. Um, And I've noticed they're starting to use him better. The impatient one telling him to be patient. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm good at, like, (laughs) telling other people to be patient. But then I look at my team, I'm like, I hope this guy drop him. Um, You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I think if you have those two guys, and I'm pretty sure Daryl is, you know, one of many that has both of these guys. You pick up one on waivers, you drafted one. I think it's a solid. And it's funny because a lot of fantasy players, like you never start two guys. You know, there's not many offenses you can start multiple receivers no. in the same offense. Not too many of them. Mm-hmm. But I do like the matchup. Um, I do like, you know what, man? If you could throw DJ Moore as your wide receiver two or three and Curtis Samuel as your fucking, um, your as your flex. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's many better flex options out there, dude. I agree. You know? Like you said, maybe Robbie Anderson, but you're not the Robbie Anderson owner. And I, no. I still think I'd go Curtis Samuel over Robbie Anderson. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I, I go those two over Robbie Anderson 100%. And I agree with, you know what, especially in this week's matchup, I'm starting both of them. In like, I know Bridgewater is, like, they're saying he should, he's supposed to be supposed to play. So we're going to go ahead and say that he's going to play. He's playing, yeah. Um, but, uh, like, you know, even when he doesn't play, like, Curtis, they use Curtis Samuel in so many different ways that he has such upside on a flex appeal, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, I'm always, I'm flexing Curtis Samuel if I have him. I don't think there's much better flex options. And DJ Moore is a solid wide receiver. Oh, yeah. And Minnesota's number 25 ranked against the pass this mm-hmm. year. So they, they have up. been stepping it up, though. The last couple of games, I think they've been uh, uh, stepping it up. Mm-hmm. You're right. The last mm-hmm. three, they've averaged. Um, so their, their season average this season, guys, is 260 yards passing that they give up. But their mm-hmm. last three is 198. So you're right mm-hmm. on, bro. They mm-hmm. have stepped it up the last three games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like... Who are, so those last three games, who were they? That's what I'm saying. Depends on, you know, if we look at matchups. I, I think Carolina is definitely one of the better teams that are going to be playing here the next couple of games. Teddy Bridgewater's back. So obviously we know he's... Dude, and the funny thing is we looked at... Remember we looked at Teddy Bridgewater's stats like a month ago, y'all, when we started mm-hmm. the series? Mm-hmm. Dude, Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater has been a top five quarterback. The only difference between him and like the better fantasy options is touchdowns. His air yards are up there, his yards per game, his attempts, like his completion percentage. Like, dude, he has been so solid, except when they get to the red zone, they run the ball. You know what I mean? They get mm-hmm. inside that 15-20. They, they do a lot of run plays. But I think that's because they haven't had McCafferty because Mike Davis isn't the kind of guy that's going to take a quick screen on the goal no, line to the house. How many, how many times have we seen Curtis Samuel with these little, you know, rushing plays right under? Yeah, like, dude, they run the ball a lot. Yeah, I know, but I, I think with McCaffrey coming, I think they're just going to run the ball a lot. I think when McCaffrey comes back, you're going to see Teddy Bridgewater's t- touchdowns increase because on that goal line, he's going to be able to dish it out to him quickly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what yeah, they man. do there. Uh, you know, you're right. Remember even that one game that McCaffrey came back, which was against me, unfortunately, mm-hmm. puts up damn near 40. Bro, yeah. Teddy was throwing some dimes out there. That's Remember that saying. one he threw over the top yep. to uh, 
McCaffrey? Yeah, it helped. I think, I, I think that you. was the play that he hurt his shoulder, by the way, but it was a I'm, hell of a catch. I'm telling you, McCaffrey's in. If he's not injured this season, Carolina is a playoff caliber team. Oh, I agree. Yeah, okay, they're, agree they're a good team. Yeah, I agree big time, man. So, yeah, bro, I'd go DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel all day, um, especially if you're in a 10 or 12, 14 team league. Mm-hmm. You probably don't have a lot of better options. Same thing. So let me go, but it's probably what's on the waiver. Uh, Gus Edwards, I still go Curtis Samuel in my mm-hmm. flex. Um, who else out there, bro? Probably that people thought about. Um, you, you could throw in your flex. Yeah. Shit, yeah, well, well, let's, let me throw this one in there because it's on our on our, on our our agenda anyway. Um, Benny Snell with Connor out. Would you flex him? Uh, let's throw him in this conversation quickly because we got a we're great trend, so. question. Um, yeah, you would know you flex what? him this week? Uh, I mean, he might. he's probably going to get some goal line work. Pittsburgh's undefeated. They're going against Baltimore with an RG3. Uh, I mean, me personally, I, I think if, if I need the option, I'm flexing him. But what do you guys think? Between the two, I think I'm still leaning Curtis Samuel. I just feel like he has a better touchdown mm-hmm. touchdown potential mm-hmm. to give you, you know, 15. Because of McFarland's? Is it because of McFarland too, right? McFarland's been stepping it in there too. I agree with that. Like over with Curtis Samuel, but I'm saying with like Gus Edwards, you know, all those like random yeah. backs that, you know, like if you have James Conner and there's no one else that you need have as running back, are you putting Benny Snell in? Are you going Gus Edwards? I mean, if the if we're just saying between Gus and Snell, mm. I'm going Snell. I mean, mm. there's been flashes this season where a lot of people have seen Benny Snell, and he looks he does look like the better running back there. He is a better running back. Yeah, he looks he a little quicker. Pittsburgh's, he fits Pittsburgh's like mo, you know. Yeah, I would go Benny Snell. And remember, mm-hmm. we were talking about it just before we went live. I was looking at the statistics statistics of uh, Baltimore's run defense, and they. Dude, they fall into middle of the pack, eh? Mm-hmm. And their last three games, they've given up a lot of rushing attempts. Mm-hmm. And they're going against a Pittsburgh team with a pretty decent O-line, but they're really good running the ball. Um, this could be a Benny Snell sneaky game, man. Bro, Baltimore's worst part of their team right now is their offense, unfortunately. And without their star player going back to one RG3, I'm excited to see what we get from RG3. Uh, people do not start RG3 unless it's a must, must, must. I'm just saying, uh, you know, pick up Fitzpatrick, you can start him if you yes. can over that. Yes. Um, Derek, but uh, David, don't uh, Derek start Carr, RG3 sure. because you don't know what you're going to get. I think it's it could be disastrous, especially against this Pittsburgh defense. But I am excited to see him uh, Me too. play there. But uh, yeah, I know I agree. Benny Snow. I think I'm going Benny Snell over Gus Edwards as well. I would start Benny Snell if I have to because I do think he does get a touchdown today. I think he gets on that goal line and gets mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. So if you need to start him, if you're, you know, with COVID and everything going on, some people may need him. Pick him up if you can start him. I think it, that may help you, uh, you know, win your fantasy week. Definitely, bro. What Let's do you move think, Daryl? on now, though. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Daryl. Go ahead. Yeah, I, would, uh, I wouldn't flirt with neither of those players, especially this coming Sunday. Really? Not, not at all. Oh, they're playing Tuesday, right? If you, but what if you needed to? Like, yeah. What if, what if your option if, was like, if I needed to start a player, I would go with, I would go Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards, just because um, there isn't really that much weapons right now in in Baltimore, so they might need, they, they will need him to um, to, uh, to step up. Mm-hmm. Right? Volume base, you're saying? Pardon? Mm-hmm. Like at a volume, you think that's not a bad. Because, that's not a bad because bad because take, with some of those Russian attempts that they were going to um uh, to Lamar. So now with Lamar out the picture, um RG three is not he's no not Dobbins, no Ingram, one hundred percent, and and RG three is he's he's not the, co- the elusive quarterback that he was. So Gus Edwards coming in, he's going to able to alleviate uh, some of those that pressure off of him. 
Bro, you know, Dara, I tell you all the time, bro, you're a sneaky genius, man. I mean, just at a sheer volume alone, you might be right, bro. What do you guys think, too? I know we'll move on, but just and this makes me think, too, because you, you, you said it right, Daryl, is that they they don't have a lot of weapons this week. What do you guys think? You think this helps Marquise Brown because he's been shit all year. You think this is like a random Marquise Brown? That, where you well, can, that all depends on, I up? think they might give Marquise Brown the odd sweep this time the next, but it all depends on how RG3 comes out and plays. RG3 comes out and throws that football all right, then obviously Marquise Brown could be decent. I th- I think... I don't think Marquise Brown, unless he gets a touchdown, doesn't put up anywhere more than nine nine fantasy points this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I just don't think that they're going to do too much. I mean, they can try and run with Gus Edwards, but I think that Pittsburgh defense is going to say no way. I think so too. Um, they know the box. Gonna, too. I think they're going to. I think they're. I think with RG three, the idea of them having RG three, keeping RG three this time was, we have Lamar. RG3, we can run the exact same type of offense if Lamar ever gets injured or anything happens to him. I think they're going to come out, run the exact same type of offense, and it's just going to be at a lower level. And for that reason, I don't think that they're going to be able to compete today. I think they're going to get shut down. Gus Edwards could get in the end zone to save his fantasy day, but I I, I truly don't think that he has a great fantasy day. And uh, I, I mean, I, I think Pittsburgh is going to is going to is going to whip their butt. <laughs> I'm I, I think Pittsburgh wins the game for sure. Yeah. So the, the what what I see today is I I, I see one ups. This is going to be an upset, right? RG3 is going to come in and ruin Big Ben's um um best start in franchise history um the Sunday. Right. As a fan, I, I would, would love, love that. To I, me yeah. too. I would love to see it too. Just, just I don't I don't see it. Just like two Sundays ago when um Luton came in the game first bump to DJ Chark. Was a seventy-yard touchdown. Yeah, I have that feeling. That's what's going to happen this Sunday. Um, last night game. RG three. RG RG three is going to come in, bump to Marcus Brown, seventy-yard touchdown. And I would rather it. I would rather see it to Dez, to be honest. But I do think RG three is probably. Like, listen to this, boys. We're going to see Dez Bryant and RG three today. Let's go, man. Oh, I'm excited, cool. bro. Like, as a fan, like, I want to watch this game. Right? I hope I see a nice long bomb to Dez. Like, I hope the nice. Ravens win and Dez Bryant and RG3 have the game of their fucking life. Like, I truly do. Man. I just, I try, I don't see it. I don't see that happen. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Let's keep it moving. We got to wait till Tuesday next. for that. Well, let's go. Well, we have the Justin Jefferson, you know, starter sit. To me, Justin Jefferson's an every week starter, uh, especially this week, is going to get double the volume. Uh, so, I mean, but what do you guys think? That's what's because I, I have Justin Jefferson. He's on my bench right now, man. And um, and it's funny because I, I I was either thinking Jefferson or Cooks, and I thought Cooks was gonna have a bigger game. And Cooks had a good game. He just didn't get the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Like they the the big plays went to to Fuller mm-hmm. when it could have literally went the other way around, man. So the reason I benched Jefferson this week, y'all, is because as great as he's been, man, he's definitely the best rookie wide receiver in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, dude, I'm so glad I picked him off waivers early in the season too. I did drop Gibson to get him, which kind of burns as well. Cause look what Gibson's doing, but either way, I think this is a tough game. Cause one Carolina is, um, they're pretty decent against the pass, man. They're not like bottom of the barrel. They're not top. They're right in the middle, a little bit upper middle. I was looking at their rankings, but I think what made it tough for me is that there's no Thielen. There's no Thielen. There's no Irv, Irv Smith. And it's just going to feel, I feel like now, just now the other side of the defense, they don't have to worry about these targets because those two targets right there, I just named those guys are hard to guard, man. Like Irv Smith is, he, I don't, he's one of those tight ends, same thing where I don't know why he doesn't get the ball more. He's, in, he's been injured. 
Yeah, true. You're right. But he's like, if you look at his measurables, athleticism, bro, like, you got to realize, really good, man. like Michael's saying, Thielen's out. So Jefferson's going to get targets, whether or not I he know. eats, whether or not he eats, he's going to get targets that allows him to eat. And I not know. to mention, Carolina's run defense isn't the greatest. They're going to have to stack that box against Dalvin Cook. I know okay, you're right, so bro. But Jefferson's like now, still gonna have his one on one team him. But I think he's gonna get doubled a lot. I think now because there's no other options on the field, the other side of the defense can be just pretty like, all right, cool. We just got to take him out. But it's not and like I don't know no, if I trust like Cousins enough to find him anyway. It's not know? like there's other. It's not like they're. It's just not like they're not playing any other receivers out there. There's still gonna be other receivers, NFL caliber receivers that are gonna require one on one. You know what I mean? Like. I still think Jeff, Justin Jefferson gets his one-on-ones. I think he's still a good enough route runner to get himself in the open field. And I think Kirk Cousins is, this year especially, has shown that he's not as scared to throw that ball to allow these kids to make plays. So, I mean, I would have put him in my lineup. I would start him. Yeah, no, bro. I mean, fuck, I, he's definitely earned his way to have pretty mm-hmm. much be like, yeah, buddy, every week. You know what I'm saying? What do you think, mm-hmm. Daryl, bro? How do you feel about good old JJ, bro? Justin Jefferson. Oh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Justin Jefferson. Oh, and then this, before you finish real quick, bro, I want y'all to to give me, if you had to pick one in redraft, you go Justin Jefferson or Mapletron. But go ahead, bro. That's a hell of a debate for uh, me. Yeah, 100%. I think this receiving core, uh, it, it, this past um, this past offseason, um, uh, this past draft season for the NFL, for the receivers, I think this had, had to be one of the deepest um, drafts. Mm-hmm. Buddy, man. you're so right. right. You're so right. Jefferson, rookies, John, yeah. got CD I'm all like, and all these uh, rookie receivers that are in the game right now. They come to T Higgins. Um, all these guys come in the game and they contribute, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're right, man. They are contributing. Some of these guys are major pieces to the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Justin Jefferson, even though he's a rookie, and then he like told him you're saying he might be seeing double double coverages and everything like that. But I believe that he he's as a great receiver that he is at such a young age. He's going to be able to find those. Mm-hmm. Uh, those holes in that in defenses, and then uh, as as um, Jordan was alluding to, uh, the quarterback over the last uh, couple of games has been able to find his receivers. Uh, so I believe that um, yeah, so today he's going to give. If I would start him, I would start him. He's going to give you minimum seventeen to twenty points mm-hmm. uh, today. Yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely a Justin Justin Jefferson believer, man. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Um, and it literally was between Cooks and and uh, and Jefferson, man, for my flex. And um, I don't know, man. I, I, oh, that's a tough I you know what it was tough been because bold. I know because Cook's been great. Hmm. And I was like, I got to start me somebody in H-Town. That's my squad. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I just thought, man, fuck, bro. Against uh, On Thanksgiving Day, their first ever Thanksgiving game against fucking Detroit. I'm like, yo, it's a, it's a Cook's game, baby. I, I was like, I actually saw Fuller and Cook's both having uh, big games. And again, I, back to what I was saying before, they both could have if Cook's gets a touchdown, you know? Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm a big fan of Justin Jefferson. So real quick, Jordan, to you, bro. Mm-hmm. If you have to choose now, like imagine we'll reach after whatever the case may be, or it just in fantasy purposes, if you had an option between being a Chase Claypool Justin owner Jefferson. or Justin Jefferson. I'm going Justin Jefferson. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, I know Claypool has been getting in the end zone. He's got his 10 touchdowns in 10 games, whatever. And if I record. Um, yeah, I, I think that's going to stop. Uh, but I just the only reason that I also think that he has that is because Deontay Johnson's been injured as much as he is. But if I'm redrafting, I'm not thinking of the injuries of Deontay Johnson. I'm thinking of the weapons that Pittsburgh actually has in Juju Johnson, Claypool. Whereas Jefferson is the number two for them. Like you know, they have Thielen and they have Jefferson. Other than just handing the ball off to Cook, so 
with what Jefferson's shown, I'm going Jefferson 100%. I mean, yeah, he's had him get in the end zone as much, but at, throw him mm-hmm. in the end zone just as much as Claypool, boom, you got a better fantasy player. 100%, especially uh, with his numbers. If, if you look at his fantasy numbers, he, in terms of rookie receiving yards, he's mm-hmm. isn't he top three right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, top three or something like that in terms of uh, just rookie yards behind, behind Randy Moss. So it, it, the rate that he's going, he's going is at such a historical pace that I, I definitely will, I won't count him out right now as uh, as a receiver one or even a receiver two um, in my league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundo, bro. It, it's uh, ah, fuck, man, it's tough. It's, I mean, if you're a Justin Jefferson owner, or Claypool, I mean, fuck, bro. I mean, they're they're both, I think, to the point where same thing. If you have a decent squad and you can flex those guys, you, you can't go wrong flexing those guys every week. To be honest with you, man. Um, so that's where we're at, bro. I mean, as far as it goes, time-wise, what time is it, my bros? It is 12.30. We can go a little over. I mean, I really just want to be done, obviously, to get, you know, our, our people back to watch mm-hmm. some football by at least 1 o'clock. So, um, because we, what's next on the agenda, bro? We want to talk about well, our playoff. Um, we can either go into our game plans going into the playoffs. I mean, we still are a couple of weeks out. We can also save that for next week. We want to save up the time. We go into our locks of the week uh, for each position this week that could help our help our viewers. Yeah, you know that uh, that are looking for like last minute starts with Definitely. COVID. Like I said, COVID is allowing uh, is making people go deep into their waiver wires to put people in right now. Mm-hmm. So you know stuff like that. Yeah, for sure, bro. Oh, I mean, hold for, on. Michael's I, got a question here. Go ahead, he goes, bro. AB, Giovanni, Sterling Shepard, Crowder, or James White as a flex today? Oh, let's see. We got James White, Crowder. I do like Crowder, man. Is he back, like, officially? Oh, no, he's been back for a couple weeks. Right? Yeah, but Giovanni. against that Miami's defense. Um, I go AB. Shepard. I go AB. Sterling Shepard's due for a big game after he's finally healthy. He ain't gonna help him here because you know what, guys? Michael, honestly, I'm I'm he's saying Daryl Sterling Sterling Shepard. Mm-hmm. Tony's saying A B. I'm personally am thinking Giovanni because I think Brandon Allen's gonna need to dump that ball off. And it, yeah. wait, hold on, Michael. Is this a PPR league? Yeah, true, man. It's the difference if it's PPR or standard, man. That changes everything. Oh yeah, buddy. I, I'd go A B if it was me. Hold on, I'm, I'm asking if it's PPR. He said PPR, PPR yeah. yeah. Okay, so it's PPR. I'm going AB or Giovanni. I'm not going Sterling Shepard. Uh, I don't trust Danny Dimes. Um, I know you do, Michael. You might, actually, but I don't trust him. Uh, James White is not untrustworthy in my eyes in that New England backfield. Uh, there's too many too many mouths to feed. I'm going AB or Giovanni, and I'm going Giovanni over AB for the mere fact that that they had, they're going to be using Fournette. They're going to be using Jones. They're going to be using Godwin. They're going to be using Gronk. They're going to be using Evans. They have, they're, they're going to, yeah, AB is going to get a couple touches here and there. And if, unless he scores a touchdown, I don't think he gets has a great fantasy day. Uh, for that reason, I think Giovanni's going to, in a PPR league, is going to eat in the backfield. He's going to catch those receptions. And uh, he, if he gets in the end zone, I think he has a better day than AB. I'm with you, bro. For me, I go AB because. In my flex, I'm trying to play for like 15 fantasy points, man. And mm. I just feel like AEB has a better quarterback, a better offense. And AB also, man, I mean, he could take, you know, you can, ha- he can, it's not unrealistic to get a stat line of like 585 and a touchdown. But and he, just like that, bro, that's like 17 fantasy points, look, 18. Okay, so you got to think of it this way. Bruce Arians came in when they got him and said, AB is not here to start. AB is here as a basically precautionary reasons for a third, third. But he's getting starter snaps. He's getting decent snap count, yes, but he's not on the two wide sets. Okay, it's it's Godwin and it's Evans. 
Okay. And for that reason, AB is going to be limited to however many receptions he's going to get. He may get four receptions, 60 yards. Unless he gets that touchdown, that's only what? Like uh, 10 points, right? Whereas Giovanni Bernard, I think he's going to get the rush yards. He has the ability to break one. Okay. He's going to get the targets in the backfield because that's what Brandon Allen's more or less going to, more or less going to do. Um, and, and I just, I, I truthfully believe that Bernard, has the ability to put up more. If they get on that goal line, it's going to go to Bernard. Bernard's bro, the, you know, I just, I'm, I would, with I'm you, going but think Bernard about over the matchup this week, though, bro, against Kansas City, which you know Kansas City's going to put points up. I just feel like opportunity alone, game flow, just everything. I, I think AB is the better PPR. Dude, AB got 13 targets last week. But because Kansas again, City, it was a tight game. I understand that. But I, my point is, is I, I, how many points did he put up? He had 13.8 fantasy points because he had he had 57. He had eight catches for 57. And, 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 and I remember in that game, he almost he, Tom Brady missed him on one, eh? Oh, Daryl? What were you saying, Daryl? Yeah, I said um, with AB, Brady missed him last, 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 last like twice on a couple of long bombs. Yes, bro. He also missed a few other people on a couple of long bombs. I mean, Brady's missed a few, a fair bit of long bombs, and that's no, another but, reason to not do it. I, I watch, mark my words, Giovanni has a better day than AB. I'm going AB. Between AB and Sonia. So, yeah. Who was it? Is it Mike that asked? Mike, bro. It's. So, you got three different answers here, Mike, and it's your choice. You got Sterling Shepard from Daryl. You got AB from Tony. You got Giovanni from me. Yeah, I'm flexing Sterling Shepard too, and I'm in second place, bro. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going AB. If I had AB, bro, I'm he's I'm flexing him. All I day. would start AB over Stolen Shepherd for sure. But you just yeah, okay. but yeah. <laughs> this food, bro, you so crazy. So we're giving three different options, and the best solution out of the three, I would, I'm I'm going to go with someone else. I'm going to go with AB. But my <laughs> that was the question. That was the question. Yeah, it was AB Sterling. Shepherd. He said, "I have yeah. one option at flex: AB Giovanni, Sterling Shepherd, Crowder, or White." Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to wind wind it down instead of having three different outlooks. So I'm going to say, all right, I'm going to argue with one of y'all and say okay. it's, a better, it's a better option than mine. I think I think Giovanni has the more of an upside for me. I think there's too many mouths to feed in Tampa Bay. Yeah, it could be a shootout, but I still think Kansas City's uh, their DBs are good enough to to hold them down, and and their defense is decent enough that I, I just don't see AB even. I don't think he'll get in the end zone. It's okay, he said he was. Bro. He said, "Yeah, I was looking for a tiebreaker there, so I think he's going with AB." But I'm gonna go. I think AB, you're gonna man. regret it, Mike. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens, bro. It's a, it's a good one. It's a good. It's a, it's not. You're not in a bad position though as a fantasy player if you have to choose between I think Bernard, AB, oh yeah, no, and Crowder as a flex, man. So it's a good right, roster so you got going. Let's bro. go into. You guys want to dive into our locks of the week right now? Let's I'll not it, uh, let's not elaborate too too much on why we're there. Our locks of the week. Let's give us a lock of the week right now. Uh, Tony, why don't you kick us off with it, bro? Give us. Uh, we have our quarterback, wide receiver, running back, a tight end for y'all, and then we're going to go into defenses and a kicker. Cool, bro. So my lock of the week, um, it's just obviously to me probably an easy pick, whatever you want to call it, but it, it's Taysom Hill as long as he's the starter. Um, Taysom Hill, his schedule is great. He's running the ball. He's basically like he. We might be able to see him do some Kyler Murray shit, some Lamar Jackson from last year. Um, which is funny. That's why I drafted Lamar because of his rushing ability. And it sucks that I got him third round and he hasn't quite been that same mm-hmm. rushing player that he was last year. Um, but I'm hoping that I got lucky in the waiver wire and I grabbed Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill for me is my QB lock of the week, hands down. I think we have a similar game to last game, 200 something yards. He rushes for like, you know, just under 100. It might be 100, a couple touchdowns. 
Yeah, man. Taysom Hill all day for me. He's a fantasy hack to me right now. Oh. Especially ESPN leagues. If you can play my tight end, buddy. Oh, for sure. That's it. That's not even a question. You know what I'm saying? All right, give us a wide receiver, broski. Wide receiver, my lock of the week at right receiver this week, man. You know what? Um, there, I had some good choices on that one, but I'm going to go with, oh, man. I'm going to go with, I like Cooper Cup as my lock of the week. I, I Man, I'm so glad we did that trade, bro. Um, because I think what the, what we're seeing in LA is that for I don't I you know what it is I think it's because their O line is healthy. Last year they got mm-hmm. a lot of injuries, bro. That LA offense is clicking, bro. Mm-hmm. Robert Woods and Cup together, buddy. Like Cup is they're both getting like ten plus targets a game. Robert Woods a little bit you know the, the little bit more deeper guy, but Cup gets him in the middle. And then mm-hmm. I think Cup I want to say if I remember this that correctly, bro. I think he leads the league or he's like top three. And yards after the catch, mm-hmm. which is amazing. So lock of the week this week for sure. I'm going Cooper Cup for sure. I'm hoping to repeat performance from last week. Dude, he had like 30 fantasy points without a touchdown mm-hmm. just because of the amount in a PPR league with the amount of yards and catches. So Cooper Cup lock of the week for me, a wide receiver, bro. What about uh, to give us a running back? Running back, I'm going to go with, um, man, I- I'm going I'm going James Robinson, my lock of the week. Um yeah, I think he's uh I, I like him. Actually, we're gonna talk about him later, but James Robinson is my lock of the week. I know the matchup isn't great against Cleveland, because Cleveland's I think top ten, top twelve in uh in rushing defense. I mean, dude, Miles Garrett and those guys, that D line's really good over there. Mm-hmm. But I just think at a sheer volume, um, dude, if you look at James Robinson's attempts the last like three, four games, it's RB one numbers, dude. The mm-hmm. only thing that separate him from like top five finishes, especially in the last two or three games, is a touchdown. Like, dude, he's like, dude, if he scores a touchdown in the last couple of weeks, buddy, he's at like damn near 30 fantasy mm-hmm. points, man. I think he is as as they get the weather gets cold um, just this time of year, dude, bruising running backs kind of like a James Robinson, Derrick Henry, I think are dude, I, they're, it's, it's their time of year for sure. And right. I think at a sheer volume, I think James Robinson, we see him get 100 plus yards and I see him scoring a touchdown. So that's my fantasy lock of the week at running back this week. I know the matchup isn't great. But I think he has the ability, and Jacksonville has the, a decent offensive line to get him some space today against Cleveland for sure, bro. So that's my running back for the week for I sure. I like it. I like it. Give us a tight end, bro. Like, uh, obviously, we talked about tight end positions not being, uh, you know, all that great. But other than, uh, you know, obviously Kelsey, give me a yeah. tight end that's a lock of your for today for you. If I didn't have Kelsey, you guys. I'm hands down Jordan Reed all day for me this week. I don't know if one of you guys had it. We probably should have talked about it. I don't know if I stole one of y'all's, man. Sorry about that. But no, no. mine's definitely Jordan Reed. I like him, bro. I've always liked Jordan Reed. It just sucks that injuries really gotten a, a, a big part of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I'm telling you right now, I like the um, that offense over there in, in in San Francisco, man. They run – it's like a West Coast offense, a lot of quick, you know, slants. They – they use their weapons, dude. Mm. We, they use their wide receivers. They use their tight ends. They'll use multiple running backs. I'm going to go Jordan Reed, my lock of the week. Yeah, man. He, I think he has a sneaky game. Um, I think he finishes the top 10 tight end. I know it's not very hard, but I'm talking like a strong t- top 10, though. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Be, yeah, I just want to kind of interrupt the segment, this part of the segment for a second, because I wanted to touch on something about the start and sit, and it was kind of for my own fantasy lineup. And one of my leagues I have, so I had Todd Gurley as my flex. He's injured. Um, and because of Thursday night, 
because of Thursday was Thanksgiving. Marvin Jones already played, uh, and I got a couple of people on COVID, so I'm kind of limited in my roster. Um, so right now I'm flexing Corey Davis, but I picked up Kendall Hinton, who I can flex. He's a wide receiver right now, uh, but he's going to play quarterback. He's going to play Denver. quarterback. You're so, so right. So I flex Kendall Hinton over Corey Davis, knowing that Corey Davis played put up 11 fantasy points last time they played Indy two weeks ago. It's a tough matchup. I think he still could. He's still going to put up at least ten. Um, but he, I mean, do I go Kendall Hinton and with the ability like to have that boom? What's your um? Where are you at in the league? Like, can you afford the gamble? I am like, in. Do you need the? I'm win? locked. I'm locked in the playoffs. I'm in tied for first place. Uh, Buddy's got a little bit more points than me for first place in that league. So I'm in second right now. But I play him next week. So I want to win. So me and him battle out for first place next week. And that's yeah, the last one. I'm going Corey Davis for sure. Uh, I'm going hinting on that. I think I'm going to go hinting too, bro. Why? Why Davis, Daryl? Why? Like why, bro? You got a guy that's going to run think and throw it. Yeah, but this. Okay, this, but Corey Davis, I know for a fact that he's going to give me minimum ten points, man. I, because I'm as a as a general manager in fantasy, I've been sleeping on Corey Davis all season. I've been yeah. I've been started I've been started hit I've been started him once this season, and he's been productive. Every time he's on that field, he's been the other T Higgins, bro. I feel you. Just, just so, every week, so. consistent. But yes. Daryl, I know I'm gonna get 10, 12 points. I could, but Kendall, yeah, Hinton, Kendall Hinton could be running the wildcat out there. He could be throwing this football. He could be running for a touchdown. Like I think, yes, I can get ten to fifteen from Corey Davis, but I think I can get, I can get zero from Hinton, and I can, or I can get twenty five from Hinton. I feel. Yeah, one hundred, bro. They're going against New Orleans, though, right? Yeah, no. So, yeah, Michael was saying, uh, I was actually going to mention this, too. They talked about, they petitioned uh, the NFL to play the game Tuesday so that they could actually um, suit their assistant coach up for quarterback. What? Yeah. He was going to play, their assistant coach was going to play quarterback, but the NFL said, nah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the one thing that's scary, bro. Is again, remember I talked about those ascending defenses? Mm-hmm. New Orleans is also, I mean, they were, they've been the lead all year. Oh, but they are I know, and that's the one reason right out, now. Man. That's the one reason right now Davis is in my lineup and not yeah. Hinton, but I'm on, we have, f- f- what, 15 minutes left till kickoff, and I'm sitting here wondering if I should do those two. I would do it, bro. I mean, I think you can, get, it's easier to get 10 points out of Hinton just at a sheer, like running the ball, throwing it. And what if he throw, tosses a touchdown, bro? You, like, you don't know. Like and nice Corey Davis, like that, but then again, you know, ah, bro, Tannehill's a good quarterback, and AJ Brown might get locked up, so it might lo- leave a lot more opportunity for Corey Davis. Um, I don't know, bro. If it was me personally, I'm going Hinton just out of just the dark you know throw. Fuck it, I'm doing it. Uh, yeah. Just to have some fun. I, I like the Definitely, idea of that ability. Like I said, you, have you, the, you have nothing to lose at this point. Yeah, I'm like you're it. already tops in the league. Fuck right. it, bro. It could I'm be a very, it. very go. cool sneaky start, man. I'm doing sure. it. Let's go back to our locks of the week. Tony, you were left off here. At, give us uh, – we're going to give us some defense here, some DST stats. I love um, it. So give us a D-line, a linebacker, and a DB that you're locking in for the week, bro. All right, man. D-line. All right, let me start with DB. Jonathan Abrams, I think, is the say he's a he's a safety. And this is my like technique, you guys. If you guys play in a league with defensive players, I never pick cornerbacks because they're just in coverage half the time. Um, it's very rare you can get a lot of you know decent points from a quarter from a from a cornerback. So I always go safeties, but not free safeties. I like strong safeties. So that's my strategy there on safeties. So I'm going Jonathan Abrams. He's been pretty solid all year. Um, and I just I love the matchup, and I might ride him for the rest of the for the rest of the um their season. Because, dude, he's been elite. You know what I'm saying? He's been mm-hmm. elite. 
And uh, I think he's a pro bowler for sure. But I'm going Jonathan Abrams, man. This is the matchup, too. I think he's going to be involved a lot trying to stop the running shit. I got him scoring, like, I'm going to go seven fantasy points with dude. When you're in the tight one, that shit is very valuable, man. Yep. So that's my lock for the week at uh, at DB. My linebacker, I got to go Devin White, man. He's been my favorite linebacker in the league for the last two two years now. Um, If you look at his stats the last, like, fucking two, three games, bro, he's damn near averaging damn near 10 fantasy points a game, which is pretty crazy, bro. He's putting up, like, flex numbers at linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going 100% my lock of the week at linebackers, Devin White. D Lyman, if he's available, if you can grab him, I, I hate that I had to drop him, but I needed to on a roster move, is Miles Garrett. This guy's playing at such an elite level, and he's back this week. I think he was back last week, too. I don't remember because I know some have a COVID or some shit. But um, if you can get Miles Garrett, pick him up and ride him the rest of the way as well. Pause. But Miles Garrett's solid, <laughs> man. His. Dude, just his big playability is why you want to throw him in mm-hmm. there. Like I like same thing. I picked up this guy Montez Sweat. He got a touchdown on Thursday night, y'all. He got a pick, a pick six, and that's the same thing with Miles Garrett. You know, strip sacks, fucking. He could pick up a fumble for a touchdown. But he's still out for COVID right now, right? Is he still out for COVID? Yeah, okay, cool. So if he's not available, then definitely go at D lineman, man. Like if you can get three to five points, pick up a player that can get you. A big play, J, uh, what's his name? Not J.J. Watt, but even J.J. Watt, he scored a fucking touchdown on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So J.J. Watt, T.J. Watt, that's my strategy at defensive line for sure, man. And then kicker, fucking, I got, um, what's his name? Actually, I, I'm, I'm starting him. I got uh, Harrison Bucker because I like the shootout that I think Tampa Bay and Kansas City is going to be. So Bucker's going to get, I'm hoping like 10 to 15 fantasy points out of my kicker position because I need all the points they can get this week in my matchup for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going. Kicker for show, Harrison Bucker. Kansas City uh, kicker. Love it. Daryl, why don't you go, bro? Why don't you give us uh, your locks of the week? We'll start at quarterback. Make us make your way down to to your defense, bro. Let's go. All right. So my locks of the week. So I think today um, is going to be a b- very big Sunday for Fitzmagic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fitzmagic is back in town and it's starting. Uh, so I'm, so uh, my luck for the QB uh, position this Sunday is definitely Fitzmagic. Um, I, 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 I see him exploding for uh, for twenty for twenty to thirty points this Sunday against that Jets defense, right? And also, um, yeah, so um, yeah, so I think he's definitely gonna have a big game, especially um, them losing last game. Um, this is that game that's gonna take them to that next level to be, uh, what, what is it, seven and four, uh, right? So and also if the Bills lose this, lose today, they'll have the exact same record as the Bills, right? So this is a very um, important game for that for Miami season, right? Um, and also in terms of uh, uh, my my right wide receiver position, uh, I'm gonna definitely my love for the week is definitely going to be Corey Davis. Uh, like I've been saying all uh, all all podcasts this morning, like I've been, as as a general manager, I've been sleeping on Corey Davis all season. He's been on my bench. Um, I even dropped him, <laughs> picked him back up. Still, still on my bench. Even this Sunday, um, he's still on my bench. I didn't start him, right? But uh, he's he's definitely um, a sleeper, a sleeper pick uh, for for receivers, for receivers um, in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Right, and also um, for running for the running back position, we have Mostert coming back um, this Sunday. So I believe that uh, uh, he's definitely going to be a very um, important important factor in that Forty Nine ers offense, especially um, them being down the starting quarterback, starting receiver. Um, Debo Samuel also being out. Um, so we, I, I think I believe Debo is also back this Sunday. So which is which also helps which also helps um, that 49ers offense. Mm-hmm. Most are coming back, but only the only problem is they're going up going up against that Rams defense. But 
um, with Mostert, with his big playability, I believe that he can just break one, break one on the outside and take take it all the way home. He can bust one for 30, 40, 50 on any given play. Uh, so uh, my love for the week right now um, is Mostert. I do have him in my other fantasy, in my ESPN fantasy league. So I'm also starting him. And then the tight end position, uh, this is a very tricky position just because I have so many different uh, variables in terms of who mm-hmm. I insert in my lineups. Um, so in my ESPN league, I have Ebron um, and also Darren Waller. So the obvious, the obvious sure pick is Darren Waller. All right. And also um, in my other league, I have Evan Ingram and also um, Jonah Smith. But... In terms of uh, where I am right now in fantasy, I'm definitely going to go with Evan Ingram just because uh, in terms of targets, um, he gets... Um, he gets the majority of them. The majority of the targets over there in, uh, in New York and also in terms of that tight end positions, he top three, he's also top three in, in that category. Uh, so especially with today going up against that Cincy defense, I do, I do, have, I do believe that him and um, Daniel Jones are going to connect, connect for a couple. He only has one receiving touchdown this season, which is absurd. In terms of like the uh, the caliber of talent of every uh, that Evan Ingram is, so I believe mm-hmm. that day he's gonna give me at least seventeen points, seventeen twenty, a hundred yards receiving and a and receiving touchdown. And also um, for the kicker for the kicking position, I just picked up um, Jason Sanders. Uh, he's a, he's a, the kicker from Miami, right? Okay. Uh, Especially going up against uh, the Jets this Sunday, it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a forty-three, maybe fifteen, fifteen twenty game. Um, even though Joe Flacco has been looking good as of late um, behind center, um, I do believe that uh, um, Jason Sanders is going to score. Is going to get you at least maybe ten to eleven points for fantasy. Yeah, one hundred, bro. I love it. I love and, it, bro. And I love uh, it. And then for defense, for defense, uh, I'm going to go with Carlos, Carlos Dunlap. Oh, good pick. Gonna go I, I'm a big fan of Dunlap, bro. 100%. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go with Carlos. I like that. Yeah, he, played, um, he went to Seattle, right? He was drafted Great pick up for Seattle, Seattle, man. Yes, amazing pick up for Seattle, especially with the last um, three games. He's averaging, three point, um, so he's averaging 3.5 sacks per game um, since, uh, since being drafted. So since being traded over to Miami uh, from Cincy. Um, and also just last week, just, just last week, um, he had a big sack towards the end of the game. That's, that, that pretty much, um, put the exclamation point against the game, against, uh, against that Cardinals offense. Wando. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Wando. Uh, so Carlos Dunlap for me, I'll also scoop him if, if, if he's available uh, in your waivers or if you have, um, I was a free agent at this point. Yeah. One hundred. 100%. Or even, um, if you're able to scoop up Cameron Jordan, right? So just last yeah, game. Big fan to- of Cameron Jordan, bro. And three and three sacks. So right now, um, that defense has ton has ton of the heat, especially losing their starting quarterback. Um, so you know they're out there playing for Drew Brees. So every game mm-hmm. behind them, they have uh, Drew Brees just um, in the back of the head, like, "Hey, we're out here for you, Drew." You know, it's like soldiers going for battle um, for the leader. You know, mm-hmm. who's your kicker, bro? To finish my kicker, he said, uh, Sanders. Oh, you went Sanders, my bad. I was, I was, uh, I was responding to a YouTube comment we had, y'all. But yeah, for sure. So Chase Brooks, man, I hope you can see my, uh, my response there. What was it's, that, Tony? Um, so Chase Brooks on YouTube, real quick, bro, so we can give you some time to go through your locks. Um, Chase Brooks on YouTube says, basically, Rojo, Gordon, Landry, Kirk, or Fulgham at Flex. He said, I'm already starting Hinton at wide receiver two. And then he said, do you like white, like, like my linebacker, white? over Darius. My response was 
I would go Darius Leonard if I had the chance because Darius Leonard had a sheer opportunity to try to stop Derrick Henry all day today. He's going to have a shit ton of fantasy points. Um, And also, I'm going to go Rojo out of the choices he had for flex because I think Rojo is going to get, you know, 15 to 20 carries. I I feel like the Bucks might try to play some clock there, try to keep Mahomes off the field a bit. So I would go if I out of those four players, I'd go Rojo at my flex. Who was the other who was the other options? So yeah, they had Rojo, Gordon, Landry, Kirk or Fulgham. At flex, so five players out of those five, I go Rojo. I think Rojo was a safer pick for me at flex. I'm so there was Rojo, Landry, Gordon, and who? Oh, I, you know what? I think and who are they playing right now? Who's Arizona playing, bro? Arizona is playing. Let me tell you right now, bro. Go to my NFL. Kirk has been performing all season. Yeah, bro. Christian Kirk's good, Except but for I, the last couple of weeks, though, like last week, he didn't play very great. Cardinals That's got the Patriots, how, man. Oh yeah, that's who it is. They're playing the Patriots, right? You know what, man? I'm probably going. I'm going Gordon or Kirk. I'm going Gordon for the very mere fact that they're probably going to get some usage uh, out of him because of the quarterback situation there. They're probably going to with the Wildcat, whatever. If someone's going to get in the end zone, it's probably going to be him. I do Landry against the Jets. I, I don't mind that, but I actually think that um, Christian Kirk. I'm going Kirk in that option. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm also Rojo. Rojo, I don't trust Rojo with Leonard Fournette there. Like I said, there's just too many options in Tampa for me. He looks better. He looks like the better running back. Right yeah, back but they though. just and they still and they still lean on him because Bruce Arians is a man of his word and he's shown that. But I just he's not their pass catcher. It depends on if it's a PPR league as well. If it's a standard league, go Rojo. If it's not, I'm going Kirk. Yeah. Then uh, we had another another comment yeah. on YouTube real quick. TS yeah. says Gallman or Hines at flex PPR. Gallman all day, eh, bros? I don't know because Taylor has COVID, right? So I mean, it only depends if Wilkins is gonna like. I would but go Gallman all though? yeah. So I would go Gallman all day for the fact that I don't know if Wilkins is gonna eat into Heinz's touches with Taylor out. But if Wilkins doesn't, if they know what's good for them, they will just go Heinz. And if that's the case, I would go Heinz because Heinz is their pass catcher. He'll be their running back. He'll be an every down back for them against that Tennessee defense. But it scares me the fact that with Wilkins there, it scares me. So for that reason, I'm going Gallman. It's safer. It's yeah, better. But if too. you need that, like, boom, Heinz, Heinz can give you that. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. For sure, bro. We got three minutes. Right, let me give you, you my uh, locks of the week. Quick. I'll give you mine quickly. Daryl stole my quarterback, so I uh, flipped, switched it up on the game time. <laughs> uh, you know, game time decision here. I'm going to go with Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen for my quarterback is a lock of the week this week against the Chargers. I think that he's going to have a fantastic game. He always does. But, I mean, he's going to. I think he's going to rush for a touchdown, throw for a couple. Uh, John Brown's not in, so those of you who can play Cole Beasley or if he's available, pick him up. I think he's going to have a good game, too. That's my my receiver mm. is Cole Beasley. I think Cole Beasley is a lock of the week in a flex position. Um, you know, I think he's going to have a great game. And I think, especially in a PPR league, he's going to mm. have, I think he has at least eight catches for 80 to 100 yards and a touchdown. Running back, I'm going with this guy, David Montgomery. He's just coming back off of injury. Yeah. Okay, they're playing Green Bay. Green Bay's run defense is not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, I truthfully think that with I think Trubisky's runs that team better than Foles. Uh, I think that the team is going to play better under him, and I think that Montgomery's going to have a better game. And I think he's going to ha- he's my lock of the week for running back. Definitely tight he could end. Be sneaky the rest of the way, bro. He could be tight ends. Hunter Henry. I'm locking Hunter Henry in as a tight end this week. Uh, against that Bills defense. I know the Bills are really good in the DB core, 
Uh, their linebackers are very good too, but I think that they're going to have enough pressure on on the Herbert where that he's got the rollout. He's going to find Henry, and I know he he's been connecting with Henry more and more as we go. So locking Hunter Henry in as my tight end. For defense, okay, I'm going with the Miami defense, first of all. I think Miami defense against the Jets, it's 100% a lock, I think, for a lot of people. D-line, Brandon Graham for, uh, for Philly. I think that he's going to have a big game against Seattle. Okay, I'm going linebacker. I know Darius Leonard is kind of the obvious choice there, but yeah. I'm going to go with Kendricks from Minnesota. I think that he's been having a yeah. fair – he's been playing very well lately. Uh, he had a pick against Dallas. I think when he plays good, that defense plays good. And yeah, I think I in order for them to win this game, he needs to play good. And he's got big playability, bro. You're right. 100%. And then my DB lock of the week, uh, and that's probably my every week lock of the week because I'm a big fan of him and he has the ability to put up the most fantasy points as a DB, is Jamal Adams. Amen. I know last week he put up, what, two or three fantasy points last week. Not a lot. Uh, but it was his one week, uh, you know, apart from the injuries that he actually did not have a f- good fantasy game. And just because, you know, Seattle just defensively did not play good anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, him locking him in as my DB. And then for kicker, I'm going with Suckup. I think that he's going to have a really big game against Kansas City. I think they're going to drive down the field, but have a, the Tampa's going to have a little bit of trouble covering or sorry, um, getting in the end zone there. So I think that he's going to have a, going to put up at least 10 to 15 fantasy points just from field goals alone this week um we got about a minute left so why don't we all just quickly give our 60 second hot seats quickly if you guys are down right now underrated fantasy player go give me an underrated fantasy player tony quickly underrated fantasy players james robinson hands down i mentioned it earlier on this on the episode before is james robinson man is literally a touchdown away from literally a top five finishes i think he gets the attempts i think the time of the year is going for him the weather's getting cold the matchups are pretty decent mm-hmm. um i think their offense is kind of bad anyway so they're going to give him the ball a lot james robinson man i think just in the last probably month month or so i think like just fantasy running backs overall i I mean, I might be wrong, guys, but I want to say he's like top 10, top 15, which is pretty amazing for a guy that you probably didn't draft. Or if you did, it was like late late rounds. Um, so, yeah, man, I think for me, my fantasy, you know, un- almost underrated player, man, is James Robinson. Um, hands down, if you guys have him, I know he's he has saved my running back position, man, with just all the injuries with Mixon and Zeke and his old line that he's had to battle with. But James Robinson has pretty much saved my RB2 and flex position all Love year, it. man. One hundred hands down. Daryl, give us your. You have sixty seconds. Give us your most underrated fantasy player. Most underrated fantasy player, and also mo- the most underrated fantasy player on my team, Tyler McLaurin. Mm. Um, if that because he's not on the um, the sexes of teams, he mm-hmm. doesn't have the sexes of names. He doesn't have the sexes of quarterbacks throwing him the ball that he gets overlooked and over and and, and just unappreciated for what he's doing uh, over there in Washington. Right. Um, so far this season, he hasn't had a game under, he's only had one game under 10 points. Mm. Right. So, um, even right now, I would say his average points per game so far, so far this season that he's given me is, uh, 16 to damn near 18 points, 18 points. Mm. Like clockwork, bro. I like it. Very consistent. Uh, when he, when, when he, and also when he catches that ball, he's not scared to take that uh, to the house. Mm-hmm. Love it. So beautiful. Uh, I'll give you mine quickly, guys. It's going to be Robert Woods. I think every year, year after year, people are sleeping on this kid. Uh, people don't give him the credit he's due for. He gets a ton of targets in a PPR league. Uh, he's 100% a, right, a wide receiver, too, in my eyes. I think he's a very underrated player in fantasy, and I think that people need to give him credit where it's due. And like, look what he's doing this year. He's put up a numerous amounts of points. He's saved fantasy seasons. 
Uh, I think you, people are getting him later and later, later in the draft. And I think that, you know, in my eyes, I think he was drafted in like fifth or sixth round. A lot of places, I think he's playing as a, you know, a third round caliber wide receiver right now compared to especially what's out there. So Robert Woods is mine. Let's go, bros. Hey, Fucking bro. amazing awesome. episode, Let's my bros. Let's some football, bros. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Hell yeah. For everybody out there that streamed us, man, uh, watched us, Chase Brooks, everybody, Mike, just everybody, we really appreciate you guys. Hopefully our picks helped you guys, help you guys win your weeks. But yeah, man, this is amazing, bros. I'm, I'm excited, man. Let's let's uh, let's, let's fucking let's let's win some wins. But for everybody out there, thank you. Uh, it's TG. It's your boy Darrell. It's your boy Jordan. Holla, man. See you guys next week. <laughs>